This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Well, by any means, my incentive is when we done, I start it up again and ride around with you because you my special friend. Uh. Me and you, I think we should ride. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Little Q-tip, moral, a jam. Are you sad it wasn't a slow jam? It's it's not a fast jam. That is <laughs> kind of no mid-tempo jam is more. You consider this mid-tempo? Hundred percent. Yeah, it's definitely mid-tempo. Yeah, it's not upbeat. It's not a slow jam, and it's not like an upbeat one. I thought we made a commitment to do upbeat songs into our podcast. So we don't talk about depressing things. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. You can't talk about depressing things after this song. It's not a depressing song, though. Yeah. Q-tip, what era is this? Um, Is this like early 90s? Yeah. I mean, he mentioned Bach and Biggie there. And most deaf. Yeah. yeah. Early 90s. <laughs> and Led Zeppelin. And yeah, a, yeah. And a bunch of other things, too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, welcome to the podcast. We thought we'd talk a little bit about um, something we had talked about on our radio show, which was a new trend for first dates mm-hmm. and people just like initial dates mm-hmm. if you're trying to get a new relationship going. And that trend is to do it early in the day. Mm-hmm. To do things that a normal couple would do together um, as opposed to like going out for dinner. And using the atmosphere to enhance the vibe of your relationship. It's like, you know, people want to go up for breakfast. They want to grab a coffee. They want to go for a walk. But I, I feel like that's a big mistake because you're losing the ability to have all that atmosphere around you help create that romantic spark. Like, how do you find that spark when you're out walking your dog on a date with a couple of coffees? Oh, I like, think that's such a great idea. Do though. you? Yeah, because uh, there's the scenery is always changing around you and it gives you so much to talk about. Because let's be honest, the first obstacle with your first date is having enough to talk about between the two of you. That's why you have the alcohol. Yeah, but, <laughs> but if you don't want to drink, then you're just sitting there and then there's like, you say you just don't drink. Right. Well, that's a different thing altogether. And then you, you that's show tough. Up. Yeah. yeah, but like if you're outside, you go for a walk, and then it's like, oh, look at that house. That's so cool. I love the way they did that. Oh, can you believe? Oh, look at that house. You know, you know, there's like, oh, the park, and oh, I see what you're can, saying. You're you know not what I mean? stuck at a table. Yeah, right. and you're, you're moving, and I find like a pausing if you're out on a walk is way more comfortable than if you reach a pause point in a conversation at a table where you're just staring at each other. You don't have to. You don't feel obliged to be looking at each other. You can just kind of stop for a moment and have a gaze, and then keep going. Mm-hmm. Oh, watch your step. You could be gentleman-like or whatever, you know. 
to get an idea of how high maintenance somebody is <laughs> when they order sure. their coffee and they're like, oh, I'll have a vanilla, skinny, non-vet, <laughs> right. tall, whatever. It's just not sexy. Like, do you go in for like a kiss at the end of a walk date? <laughs> you, know? you don't have a chance. Yeah. It's the lamest thing I've ever heard. This sounds like a bunch of 30 plus losers who are single because they focus too much on their career and they let every good person that came in their life go by because they thought they were too hot in their 20s and they could keep getting better as they got older. Fucking life hit them in the face and they're like, shit, I'm getting fat. Shit, I'm getting uglier. That 22 year old's a lot hotter than me and I got to fucking find somebody real quick before my fucking timer's up and I'm alone for the rest of my life. So let's start fucking checking this shit off like it's a job interview and take all of the fun out of dating. Yeah, it's supposed to be fun. Yeah, but who says you can't have fun just going out and doing errands together? Oh, boo. You're you're building a relationship. That's the starting point of your relationship. There there should be some sort of excitement because when you're in your 20s, there's no 21-year-old that thinks, I want to go out on a breakfast date or I want to go work out with somebody. No, it's all all about getting fancy and making yourself look sexy, going out to the bar, having chemistry. You can always leave the bar. Like, if it's not working, you you can bail. You're forgetting about the T-Bird's most successful date, which is the one that landed him his wife. What time did it take place? Yeah, but that wasn't like a first date. What day was that? It was a first date for sure. Was it? Well, first real date. We had had a quick makeout session of bar though once. Ah, but you already yeah, you bar. already had it. You, you can't even compare the two. You're talking like what this is. This is like people online swiping right, yes. saying let's go out for breakfast to meet each other. Yes, that's so fucking lame. As opposed to like Deb and I had spent a night partying at yeah. like you know Molly Bloom's. You on met Richmond at a Row. bar. You got the vibe. You're getting yeah. the chemistry. The sexual tension is there, and then you planned a date after you that. Got, you had a hot kiss you had a hot make out and yeah. um and then also i would go as far as to say that deb was almost like on vacation when she came here that day for that date you guys had like a whole day date right because she was traveling to be here with yes, you yes and i traveled to be in toronto yes yeah, so you guys were almost on vacation together so of course you planned a whole fucking day yeah. you had the picnic blanket and everything and then we like went back to the hotel room i got her and we like kind of made out a wait bit. what then- time was it what time of day was that yeah we went back to the hotel like four in the afternoon or well we met it was uh, this would have been like one of the uh, maybe the last weekend of march Mm -hmm. so we did a like a spring afternoon on toronto island walked around like all those little gnome houses on ward island which is really cool yeah then we um then we would have got back to the hotel i would imagine late afternoon Mm -hmm. like maybe 4 30 Okay. Almost five. I think I had a 7.30 or 8 o'clock reservation at a restaurant. Yeah. So we kind of fooled around a bit. And then we got ready. Yeah. Went out to the yeah. restaurant. What you're describing is not what this is <laughs> at all. Okay. All right. Yeah. It does. It feels like it's it's just like a the swipe is the next level is this quick date. And then if you don't pass that, that's also a swipe. You like write people off so fast after that coffee date. You know what yeah, I'm saying? In an era where people write people off so fast anyway, mm-hmm. because you know, you're always a swipe away from somebody else that if this person makes one mistake along the way, they're gone and then you move on. It has to, to be like- at night. It has to be at night because I, I've been, fa- you know, I've been doing your master class that you have logged me on for. Thank you for letting me use your password. <laughs> 
And this designer that I've been taking in class from says, you know, if you light people in a sexy way, they will keep coming back to your place. She does a lot of like hotel lobbies, mm-hmm. lobby bars and stuff like that. What cafe, what daylight situation are you going to be perfectly lit? It's just not going to happen. That's why you go to the bar at night where everybody looks hot underneath those chandeliers. Okay, on a count of three, let's both say the name of like the sexiest place you could have dinner in the east end of Toronto. Hold on. I have to think about this. No, you don't. Think about it. Okay, ready? You know it? Yes. Okay, one, one two, two, three. Old Town Bodega. Provisions. <laughs> you can't have dinner at your bar. Forget it. Yes, you it. can. If you want to have an empanada or a sandwich, you can. You Empanadas. Don't, you guys go. It's a great place to have drinks. Goods and provisions. If you're talking about light, yes. the place is lit by candles, and that's about it. I we even were say, inspired by that place. And they yeah. also, they're the same people who own the Comrade. Yeah. So if you've been to the Comrade, uh, you know what we're talking about. It's super dark in there. Seven Numbers, another great place where they have tons of candles going. Yeah. Real candles. Yes, you Not have Not just to like have electronic candles. ones that no. you turn on on the bottom. <laughs> Oh, you have to be safe, safety first. Yeah, you can't yeah. do that. It's all about lighting. You know, it's crazy because if you go to a place that is so dimly lit and even you could be, you know, 18 inches away from another table, but it they feel a mile away. Yes. Because you're only in the vortex of the candlelight in, that's at the center of the table. Yes. You know, like that's your world. Yeah. In that moment. And you barely see anybody else's world. We try to take candlelight very seriously, too. And like, you know, different candles light off different amounts of light. I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but some candles are better than others. Some candles are like more quiet in a way than other ones that are maybe like cheaper, but they're like a louder flame. Are oh there rules God. about using real candles indoors? No, no. Just uh, don't be a loser. Yeah, well, use a I guess real candle. They're always being supervised. You know, I uh, mm. I worry about like my kids using candles in their rooms because oh. it's like I don't know what they're doing. Even though they started doing it, and I you know tried to really reinforce the whole like <sighs> you got to blow it out if you leave. I'm always worried like because I like having a candle next to my bed before I go to bed that I'm going to toss the duvet over in a weird oh way and it's going to set on fire, yeah, right? you will probably. <laughs> you just... Yeah, yeah. Don't put it on the side of your bed lit while you go to sleep. Oh my God, it's so nice. And the other night too, I put the candle there and then I needed to plug in my charger for my phone and I leaned over to plug in the charger. My hair caught on fire. <laughs> What are you doing? I don't know. I'm like, what am I doing? So you, this will you dangerous. fall asleep with yes. the candle lit? Sometimes, oh yeah. Oh, my God. At the cabin? Yeah. At the cabin? A woodlock cabin? Fucking go up in flames <laughs> in, a, in a building that's basically made with matchsticks. Yeah, yeah, You're going to, like, fall asleep yes. with a candle lit. Yes. You know what I would have to do? Because truth be told, I've fallen asleep with many a tea light going on my boat. Okay, yeah, because sometimes sure. if it's spring or fall, it can be kind of cool, mm. and I don't have a heater or anything. So sometimes I'll literally heat with like a bunch of candles. I put it on like a cooking sheet or something, and it's far away from me. There's no chance that I'm going to knock something onto it, and then the candles can like spill or do whatever. It's going to land in a metal tray. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're putting it. What What is the table you're putting the candle on? My nightside table, which is wood. made of what? Which is made of wood. wood. Oh my god. <laughs> Genius. This the is, vibes, though, guys. The vibes okay. are Bundus, on point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick question for you. Yeah. What's more risky? <laughs> Mora using the rhythm method yeah, yeah, to I knew avoid you were going there. control, <laughs> where she didn't realize that 
she shouldn't be having sex when she's ovulating. I thought you guys had more control. Yeah, yeah. Or sleeping with a candle on a wood side table <laughs> in, a, in a cabin. What made if of I'm wood? having sex? That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> when ovulating, while <laughs> the candle's lit. <laughs> What's more dangerous, the candle or the risk of more uh, the risk of fire or the risk of pregnancy? Ooh, um, <laughs> I'm gonna go risk a candle. Actually, I think the fire is is more more likely to happen considering Mora's been doing this for a while. You're wrong, actually. The risk of pregnancy is greater. (laughs) Yeah? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Whatever, Seriously? Whatever. You Um, fall asleep with a candle lit beside your bed. I feel like I'm talking to my dad. Bundus, tell me you fall asleep with the odd candle ripping. Please. You Uh, do that. You like candles? It's happened, yes, but it happens very infrequently. And usually, eh, it's uh, maybe once or twice in my life. It doesn't happen regularly. I usually always blow the candles before I go to bed. The can- is the candle at least on a tray or a plate, Mora? Or is it yes, just- the candle is in like a jar. Okay. A jar, like a mason jar. Yeah. But yeah. like a lower one. You you could essentially ca- catch a duvet on fire very easily. That, that's the thing. Is it, it? It's one thing to fall asleep with a candle in like a glass jar or something like that, and it's far away from you. Yeah. It's the fact that it's right beside your bed and like <laughs> one toss the wrong way causes that thing to go down. That's, that's the fire hazard. Crazy. Again, yeah. guys, huh. you got to look good even when you're sleeping. Okay? <laughs> Candlelight. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if you'll find many people will be like, Ma, good idea. Don't let those guys <laughs> talk shit to you. They don't know what they're talking it's about. It's amazing. I get DMs all the time with don't let those guys talk shit to you. Yeah, not on this. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Did you get people who said, yeah, it's totally fine to have sex while you're ovulating if you're using the rhythm method? I'm so what? glad you asked. Um, I did get a couple of women that reached out to me that said that, remember I was talking about the vibration that I was feeling in my like yeah. base room? chakra when i was pregnant several women said yes i felt that too um and then i also got messages about the rhythm method and uh how it's worked for other women as well if you are aware of not just like oh here's what the app is telling me but your own body functions and the other signs that you're looking for so I did get women reaching out to me about that, but the candles will—it'll be interesting to see if anyone uh, says anything. Guys, I fall candles. asleep with lit cigarettes in my mouth all well, the time. Well, that's the thing. Oh. You know, it's no big deal, right? That's the thing. Don't people fall asleep with lit cigarettes while into like a big yeah. lazy yeah. boy? And how many of them will go up in flames? <laughs> Seriously, that—that's not the example you show. Is uh, people die all the time from smoking accidents? I'm totally being yeah. sarcastic. Okay. How many but, lazy boys do you sit in? You're like, wow, that's a burn hole. That's clearly a burn hole. When I was a smoker. I used to um, <laughs> I used to love smoking first thing in the morning in bed. And well, what I would do is I'd lean off the side of the bed and I'd hold the butt over an ashtray so I couldn't fall what asleep with it uh, in the bed. But used to have smokes in bed after sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but I wasn't sleeping. I was like getting a blowjob and smoking a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't think that's more dangerous than me just having a tea like ripping next to me while I'm sleeping? I'm awake though, right? Yeah, but are you paying attention to the ash? <laughs> no. Paying attention to the ass. To the ass. (laughs) Best place you ever had a first date. I mean, I would say Toronto Island, but you guys would say that that wasn't a first date. So it it is a first. It is a first. First real date, but we had met and made out. Yeah. yeah, Okay. You had a different start. Best location for a cold, like uh, almost blind date situation or a swipe right situation. I mean, everything that's coming to mind is a low-lit restaurant or bar right now for me. 
You That's know? the key for you. And it's always a great feeling when you suggested the place and they haven't been there yet. And it's like dark and small and cozy. And, you know, now you're looking really cool. And you always show up a little late so you can make an entrance. That's right. Have you ever showed up? And I forget if we've talked about this. Have you ever showed up? They're not there. You walk back out, wait for them to show up so you can be after, like if no, they're late. No, no, I've never done that. No, but we stalled. Remember, we had that meeting with our now boss. Oh yeah, Mara wanted her jacket to be a part of the uh, whole the entrance, the entrance. Right. And so yeah, she's like, oh, hang on, let's hang let's. On. L- yeah, you were walking so fast. I'm like, slow down. We got to roll in a little bit late so I can show off the jacket. Yeah, Turns yeah. out we got the job. Yeah, but because <laughs> of the jacket, 100%. Also, it's kind of rude to show up late, though. We weren't late. Line. I just wanted to be second. Yeah. yeah. You didn't want to be early. No. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Did we wait outside and watch them go in and then go in? I forget how that played out. I don't remember, but it worked. Whatever we did was right. Yeah. Bundus best first date? It, I, I think that's such a hard question because I don't think there's a one size fits all. Give us some of your best uh, locations. I mean, some of the best dates I've had are like, you know, a, a concert is happening. Getting that a blowjob. No, smoking a cigarette. That's great. But that's not, that's not really. A that's date. later. That's yeah. later. My yeah. lap is the best location. <laughs> no, but like some of the greatest dates I had was like somebody gave me hockey tickets or something like that, what? and I and like later that like I later that day I saw a girl and I thought this was a perfect opportunity and a perfect excuse to get somebody to come out on a date with me because who's going to say no to platinum hockey tickets? Or I got free concert tickets from the radio station and there's this girl I knew. And I DM her. I'm like, what are you doing tonight? I'm going to this concert. You want to join me? And it's like, yeah. How do you say no to some big kind of epic thing yeah. like that, right? Oh, and so the wow event. The I have tickets to something. Come, yeah. So some like a lot of the times things like that end up happening and they're great. Generally, I prefer a bar or like some kind of drinks in a low-lit setting, like you said, if you're talking just like your generic kind of regular date. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always try and frame it as like, I'm doing this or I'm going here on this day. You should join me because you're going to have a lot of fun. I never want to oh. like beg somebody to like Good let t- me take I'm, you out with me. I'm doing this. Do yeah. you want to join? Yeah. I yeah. like that. I'm doing it. Yeah. Oh no. Okay. No problem. <laughs> yeah, I'm going anyways. You're going to sit down. I'm going to be there. <laughs> Not like how about I go and uh, overpay for some hockey tickets <laughs> uh, and you come with me. Yeah. Show sounds you desperate. <laughs> Even that's if that's what you did do, don't don't frame it like that. Concerts are tough, though. There's no talking. I guess there's the before they get on stage. Well, a con- oh, sorry. I, I like the one I was referencing was like an outdoor festival kind of thing where you had lots of room to talk and, and jam, not yeah. like inside a stadium. An outdoor festival. I would say no if yeah, you asked me to go. Just because I got to go there all day and then yeah. I got to probably, there's oh, a lineup. and bring then a backpack with a water bottle and then or whatever. like those porta potties and stuff. Oh, I don't want to yeah. be a yeah. terrible Tr- Trust idea. me, 35 year old me is going to say no to that too, but 22 year old me was right. like, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it depends, right? <laughs> <laughs> never the gym though no never let's work go out. work out yeah, that's the last thing I ever want to do even like with like a, my wife I would never want to go to the gym with and I know some people are really into that and that's cool but for me it's like that when I'm in the gym I'm there to do a job mm-hmm. I'm getting shit done I also think I don't look sexy when I'm working out like I don't want I, I hate it because I'm doing it in my living room right now and my husband's always around and sometimes he'll make a comment on my form or something I'm like fuck I don't want to do this in front of you I need some privacy, man. It's totally different, though, because, like, when it's a stranger that you don't know at the gym and they're working out and you're working out, you're like, 
damn, I look sexy right now as I'm lifting these curls up and you're trying to like get the angle so they can see your arm. Like, <laughs> yeah. Look at this, baby. Look That's why this. I hate the gym. That's why I hate the gym. People like Bundes. Too many mirrors, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, just the thought of being single right now and having to date kind of gives me a little heart palpitation. Like what you would do and what that's just how awkward those situations can be if you're not connecting. That's well, why you I just get, get that's, out. That's, that's you why bail. I, I know. That's why I get the morning one. You know, you can just tell quickly if it's working or not. But yeah, you're right. You have less of a chance of success, maybe. Like dating sucks. It's really hard. It's it can be a lot of fun, but it's like extremely hard. And it, it's like anything in life. Like you, with practice, you get good at it. And the best piece of advice I could I could give anybody because I I went through all the stages of like trying really hard, trying to figure out how to do it, trying to impress and give whatever you know the girl wanted to her mm. to, to somebody who just figured out that like no I'm just gonna be me I'm gonna be confident and I'm gonna do what works for me and like when I stopped caring about dating as much mm-hmm. dating started happening for me way more often when mm-hmm. I was just super confident in myself and nonchalant I see a pretty girl I say something funny to her she doesn't react who cares I move on with my day if she engages then we'll see where this goes right mm-hmm. like you just you you can't if you go in with the mindset of like I have to find somebody every time I'm out I have to meet somebody I have to meet somebody you're, it's never going to work for you mm-hmm. it just has to be supernatural and it's a long process to get to that point where you're comfortable enough to just be natural with do it do you have a go-to list of questions or something that you keep on hand mentally <laughs> uh, for a first date no no you're no. not like you know like we prepare for interviews we might have uh, Ed Sheeran you know come on the yeah. show <laughs> I'm not going to go in and just be like, I'm just going to start talking and see what happens. I'll have some ideas of where I want our conversation to go. I mean, I, I mean, you have the general stuff that everybody asks, right? Like, where'd you grow up? What school did you do? Like all that, the general stuff, but you're hoping that somewhere in asking those regular general questions that you'd ask to anybody, that something comes up in the conversation that they say that you can build off of. Oh, this is really cool. Oh, I remember when I went there. Oh, funny that you say that because you know, you're looking for that. And when it's called chemistry, it's called chemistry. And when you have that with somebody, it's very easy to go back and forth. When there's nothing there, it's you don't even care to ask. Right, that that's when question. you need the script. That's yeah. when you need your prepared questions. I would never go with prepared questions. I go with prepared stories. You know, bring like, out yeah, all my like you're doing a late night talk show. Well, sometimes I have great stories that you know I bring out that work every time. You know. You've, I've probably heard them all, You've right? You've heard them all. Yeah, yeah. You've heard them all. But, you know. What's the go, what would be a go-to oh, story that people have heard? Story, my favorite story is my reverse surprise party that we threw on um, everyone who came for a surprise party for me in university where we reversed it and surprised all the people in the room. Yeah, how did that, how did that go again? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I remember you telling this story. So I've always comes. wanted a surprise party, and I yeah. remember saying that to my roommates oh. at the time. And we were like, "But wouldn't it be better if the surprise was on everyone else?" And you put on a show, and, like, and then we came you up fighting or something. We came up with a scenario where it would seem where I showed up at the surprise party, obviously after everyone had already been there, and they were in. We pushed everyone into a bedroom where you could clearly hear what was going on in the living room. And in that moment, when I came in, I confessed to my roommate 
that I had hooked up with her boyfriend. Oh. Now she was in on it. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now my roommate uh, was, everyone was in the room waiting to hear a cue word of let's go out for a beer. And then everyone was going to come out of the room and say surprise, including the new guy I was dating. And, <laughs> and uh, what ended up happening was this huge fake fight that we had in the room. And then she went and threw everyone out of the, the apartment. Like everyone get the fuck out. You see what we did for you through this party. <laughs> so everyone is leaving and there's go down two flights of stairs and then there was a sign that said just kidding but the funny thing is is the guy that uh we threw out that i was dating he refused to leave until he got his 12 pack of beer from the fridge <laughs> but i was just like just leave because you know everything come back up party's gonna ensue but like was he was your, like was... i'm getting my beer because <laughs> he was done <laughs> with great. you at that moment too i don't think he really cared i think he cared mostly about the beer. beer and did yeah. you keep dating him after that or was yeah 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 for a bit yeah, that was my French boyfriend. Oh, Louis, Jean Louis Philippe. Louis Philippe. Louis Philippe. So hot. Que Louis Philippe est là, you look like Ricky Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Cheap, though. Well, he lived at home still. And he lived at home He was still, a student, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. 12 pack of beer. That's like a good part of your weekend right there, <laughs> yeah, man. 12 pack? 12 pack of beer. Do they still have 12 packs of bottles? Oh, yeah. Like yes. in its own case? You got to beer store, I think. It I was, think uh, yeah, it studio. was um, a 12 pack of bottles. Yeah, yeah, like the old way. You open it up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember those. Mm -hmm. From a long time ago, yeah. yeah. So how would you get into that story? How would you bring it up? I don't know. I, would I'm, you set them up with a question and then they hope that they say, oh, what about you? <laughs> like, oh, what's the craziest party you ever threw? No, no. I would just hope it would come up in some way. But, you know, you use your best stories and your best material when you're out on a date. It just... Hmm. Just how it happens. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's been so long for it's me so that long. I don't even know. I know, me too. I never, yeah. It's been like, I don't know. I've, I, I don't have a lot of experience on just going out on dates with people I never really met. I had a blind date once. And it, it went all right. Yeah. We fooled around at the end of the night. Oh, like, we oh, went to her place. Like, Whoa. But she wasn't going to go like next level or anything like that. It was just a little make out sesh. Yeah. You know, feel things test out. Test the waters. Like kind it's of the thing. bachelor, you know? Totally. just going to kiss and see if there's any energy there. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sometimes that's the only way to find out. Yeah. Nice girl and everything, but, it, you know, I could tell wasn't the right fit. Mm hmm. But yeah, that's a, it's awkward, that whole experience. It's awkward if you feel awkward. Yeah. If, if you are just comfortable with it, like if you are yeah. willing to accept the fact that this could go fucking horribly wrong, then it doesn't matter, right? It's just fun. It's just yeah. fun. Well, that's life in general. You know, the more you stop caring about things happening, the mm -hmm. more that they happen for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're waiting for the phone to ring for a job opportunity. <laughs> it never rings. But then you like, you get comfortable doing what you're doing and not caring. All of a sudden the phone rings for some reason. It's like this, this thing in the universe that knows. Mm-hmm. The TV's in the back in the dash too. Got Miss Well, thanks for checking out this podcast. What is that thing? that a restaurant could forget to put in a takeout order that would make you 
insane. Like, it's crucial to have. It's not a mm. main thing, but it's like if they forget it, it ruins the whole experience. I've been getting these empanadas lately, and I really like having them with this chimchurri sauce, but the guy at the place kind of like talks down the chimchurri he and and he said it's labor intensive to make he said that's one of the reasons and the other reasons is because uh he said it's not actually authentic to have the empanadas with the chimchurri but i it's so delicious like i want it now, but t- he's trying it- to deter me from ordering the chimchurri on the side which i cannot figure out yeah is that how you say chimchurri well how would you say it chimichurri there's like an eye in there. Ah, uh, no, it's chimchurri. Is it? Sure. Yeah. yeah, silent eye. Yeah, I never knew that. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, no, I mean, I'll, you're probably right. Yeah, uh, sushi. Okay, you okay. get the sushi. I uh, they forget the chopsticks. I can handle that. I can eat with my hands. Uh, wasabi that would suck, but the soy sauce. Mm. You don't have soy sauce in, mm-hmm. and I don't have any at home. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to eat it. Now it's just like pasty rice with raw fish. You know, like that to me. <laughs> Is is it would be a deal breaker? I'd be more inclined to say the ginger. Like if I don't get the ginger with the sushi, I'd be upset. Yeah, I like the ginger. I like the ginger. What can I say? The ginger. That's yeah. so. Yeah, that is so mora to be like to have that be the key ingredient. <laughs> the ginger. I bet you ninety five percent of the time because they always include it. It ends up in the garbage. You People don't even are, use it. No. What? Tastes like soap. No. What, what would I use it for? I don't even know how to use it with sushi. You just lay it right on top of the piece of fish. I don't think that's what it's for. Yes. That's I think you're what supposed to like cleanse your palate with it between like different sushi no. pieces. Yeah, yeah. Clarify, please. Someone okay. enlighten Tucker because okay. he's not going to believe me. Okay. Etka says. McNuggets ordered without sauce, dipping sauce. Oh my god, it's not, uh, yeah, they're not even it. worth eating. It's like eating rubber. Then, <laughs> yeah, you know what? My kids don't, and they're getting like they're teenagers now. Still, no sauce with what? the chicken nuggets. Yeah, what? go through the drive-through. I'm like, you guys want sauce? They're like, no. I sometimes order the spicy habanero sauce just so I have it at home as a little container in case I want a little treat. Yes, you know, dunk something in that. But yeah, they'll they'll eat those things. No sauce. At all. Okay, are you guys ready to f- figure out who's correct about ginger? Yeah, talk I, I am getting correct. a flood of yeah. text messages about the ginger. Yeah, you don't and put about that the chimchurri. Okay, so oh. is this two crucial more mistakes? <laughs> this is two crucial <laughs> mistakes? Yeah. Who's in the right and who's in the wrong here? Okay, so chimchurri. You want does, me to start with why chimichurri? Why would they have that I in there if they didn't pronounce it? It's chimichurri. Chimichurri or Nobody something. Nobody says chimichurri. Okay, no one says that. But. All right. You are correct. Yeah. It is pronounced chimichurri. Yeah. Oh, please. <laughs> Never heard it pronounced the way you said it. That's why it kind of stuck out for me. So, now let's one down. One down. Yeah. Let's move on to the ginger now. Okay. Ginger with sushi. All right. They they didn't forget it. They put it with it. How are you supposed to incorporate that into your sushi dinner? Maura says you just lay it now, right on top. Although many people are 100% with me on the ginger. Okay, they're doing it wrong, yeah. Apparently, yeah. it is there to cleanse the palate. Yeah! And it's not used. Woo! You're not supposed to put it right on top. Oh, no. It's a what hack if, move. What if you want to cleanse the palate while you're yeah. eating sushi? Is that a hack move or is that next level? <laughs> That's, trying, that's like trying to wash your hands in mud. You know, you, you can't do it. <laughs> you know what's crazy is my whole family eats sushi like that. 
We're all doing it wrong. You're all doing it wrong. Yeah. I don't even eat sushi, and I I knew that. Oh, <laughs> stop it, Bundy! Like, come on. Oh, yeah. Where were you? Where were you when you could have backed me on that yeah. if you knew that? Yeah, Bundy. Oh. Whatever. Oh, now you're like. I just see you're piling on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you for all those text messages. That confirmed the obvious. Whatever. Except to the Grierson it's family. It's a palate cleanser. Oh, give me a break. <laughs> we are taking more to school. Oh, you're just today. glowing. You're glowing in your win this morning. I, a I, double win for the T-Bird. What? I can't believe how little you know about all these things we've been talking about when it comes to food. Because you really are a fan of going out for dinner all the time. I'm a foodie, You and your yes. husband. You claim to be a foodie, but we're finding out that you are actually a hacker. You're out there hacking your way through it. We found out the way Mora pronounces this word here. I really like having them with this chimchurri sauce. I was like, chimchurri sauce? Chimichurri? Can that that be? Is it a silent eye? Is Mora (laughs) right on this one? Uh Uh-huh. So I I found this, like, how to pronounce video. (laughs) Okay. Buenos dias. Listen to this guy. (laughs) I have to say the name of this hot or piquant sauce from Argentina. It is said as chimichurri. Chimichurri. But That's not a silent eye. This is generally referred to as chimichurri. Chimichurri. Yeah, and always they have they pronounce the uh, I in there. Then we found out that you just lay the ginger on top of your sushi. <laughs> I do. Instead of cleansing your palate with it, which I don't even do. I mean, I am shocked at that one. Ever since I've been around sushi, I've been seen people grabbing uh. it, laying the ginger on top. Sloan sent me... Like a direct quote. Yep. It says, ginger is meant to be eaten in between sushi servings to cleanse and refresh, refresh the palate. If sushi chefs wanted to incorporate ginger into a sushi sushi dish for balance, he or she would do so at the time they're making it. And put it in there. Yeah, <laughs> if it was so important. Okay, I got a couple other ones. Oh, I, wonder, no. I wonder how you're going to get these. Uh... Oh, boy. Okay, you're eating sushi. Yes. Um, How do you incorporate wasabi? I would take a little bit on my... Chopstick yeah. and smush it onto the fish. I would not be mixing it into my soy because then I would just ruin the whole soy. If that's where you're headed with this. Yeah. Most mm. hackers. I'm, I'm not that and much I, of a hack. I, uh, you're right on that one. Okay, you got that one right. Okay, here's one. You got you got the sushi. It's just a fish on top of a bed of rice. Gotcha. How do you eat it? If you want to incorporate some soy, what's the move? I would pick up the sushi with mm-hmm. my chopsticks. Mm-hmm. I would dip it in the soy. Mm-hmm. And then I would put it in my mouth. Yeah. To dip it... Uh, I wouldn't pour you'd the... Keep s- it, uh, you'd keep it in the position and the way it came? In its natural state, in yes. In its natural state. I'd keep it uh, perpendicular at a 90 degree angle. No, like, i dip it in the soy yeah. and put it in my mouth. Guess what? Wrong? Hacker! <laughs> <laughs> I do that too. I do that too. But I've, I've to since learned drizzle uh, it. No, with soy? you're supposed to flip it upside down. Good luck with that, by the way, with the chopsticks. I'm, uh, the what, what do you mean? Flip? Oh, you and flip dip the it, fish. Dip the fish in the soy, not uh, the rice. The rice will suck it up. It'll suck it up, and now you're just like, uh, you know, 
sucking in all that sodium. Mmm, yeah. delish. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, what's the point then of all that rice? That's what it's supposed to be. It's, it's, a, to it's a soy up. sponge, right? That's what <laughs> that's what it's for. I thought. No, that's all I got. Okay. Yeah, you got you did all right. You did okay there. Yeah, I've been to Argentina. Yeah. I've eaten empanadas sitting up at a bar surrounded by Argentinians yeah. and ordered the chimchurri sauce oh, yeah. like a loser. <laughs> like a loser. They Everyone's probably, probably rolling probably their eyes. It. They're yeah. probably like, oh, would you like some more chimchurri sauce, <laughs> miss? And they're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a silent eye. Yeah, well, you know? yeah. Yeah. If you want to ask somebody out, Professor Bundes, let's go to you, the professional okay. pickup artist. You're going to ask somebody out on a date. Mm-hmm. What is your go-to date? Uh, for me, it's so dependent on the interaction with the girl. At the dance club. <laughs> oh, you're at the club. Yeah. Okay. And you meet a hot girl there. Yeah. And you want to ask her out. <laughs> I want to ask her out. Okay. Well, at the club. Like you've been yeah. dancing with her. You haven't even said much. You've just been dancing. We've just been dancing. Like, okay. what's the move? I got to get her to the bar and get a drink. Right. So okay, can, so you like, take her to the bar. So we can talk a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And then I got to try and get her to, like, one of those, like, a place like Seven West or like a, a, an all-night kind of cafe. Where oh, we're so like, you're going to go out now. Like right now. You while want the, the date? Yeah, while like, the iron's hot, you got to strike! Let's get out of here. Yes. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, grab some, yeah, like grab a drink in a quieter setting or some food in a quieter setting and just chat it up there. The reason I bring this up is because you're wrong! Okay. Oh. You're wrong! I guess I am. Yeah, yeah. It's never worked for me in the past. I guess I'm wrong. Uh, well, here's what's hot now, and 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 I don't, I can't get behind this either. It's called dawn dating. The nighttime is not the right time. Singletons are ditching dinner in favor of time efficient <laughs> breakfast meetups. And gym sessions. So full. Lame. I think, why aren't people just going for walks with a coffee? Again. Neighborhood walks with a coffee. Uh, Here's the thing. People want to date booze free. They're cutting to the chase. They want to do something that a couple might normally do together. You know what I mean? So that they just like kind of feel what it would feel like to be in a couple with this person. Going for a workout, that seems like such a bad idea. I just think of all the weights I'd be trying to lift that were (laughs) heavier than what I could really normally do. It'd probably probably be better than a personal trainer, though, the way I'd push myself. Right? Apparently it takes the pressure off, but... The downside is that these dates are so low key that they lack romance and they're not memorable. There's harder it's harder to feel that spark. Oh my and, god, of course. Yes. If you see anybody at like a first date, if it's before 7 p.m., you, you're nothing to that person. You don't mean anything in their life. Yes. Well, that's what it used to mean, but it still means that. It still means that. It still means that it's just people are so busy, they're squeezing you into their day and that's they don't want to spend the money to go out and and they don't want to spend the time. They want to be more efficient. That means they're completely uninterested in you. Mm-hmm. Or they're looking they're at you to... like a potential job application. Like yeah, you're, you're... that's what it is. That is boring. <laughs> it's a job application. It's not romantic. The job being your boyfriend. <laughs> or whatever. So lame. I, I have turned down women who have 
opted for like, oh, I can't do dinner. Want to do coffee in the day? I said no, forget it. Yeah, because it's you're you're not you're not worth it to them. If, mm-hmm. if if you're if you're being put before that time, you're not worth it to them. If they're not if they're not excited to get dressed up and go out with you somewhere on a night on the town on their weekend, yeah, there's there, there's no point yeah. of even pursuing it. I it must agree. be nice, eh? It must be nice to just be able to turn down those dates and be like, yeah, well, it's ser- not before seven p.m. What's I, that about? You think if the T Bird was single, he'd be that like? You should. You don't think I'd be like? You should. Oh, 10 a.m. I'll be right there. Are I can't bad? think of anything worse than sitting down and having a coffee with a date. It's not letting me get into the vibe and the zone. Plus, the lighting is off. Lighting is everything. You got to low light people so everyone looks hotter than they actually are. Definitely. You know? Okay. Big well. mistake. Well, it's just like because if you if you agree to that initially and you're the 10 o'clock uh, date guy, mm-hmm. you're always going to be taken advantage of in that relationship. The other person <laughs> so is... Oh, no, I'm serious. If you agree to that, they're the one in the driver's seat the rest of the way mm-hmm. and you will capitulate to everything that they ask you for. What if they're also 10 a.m.ers though? What if you get two 10, 10 a.m.ers who match up and that's like all of a sudden... 10 a.m.ers? Hey, you like to get up early? I like to get up early. <laughs> sure, down the road but not date number yeah, one or two. Right. After a couple weeks if you want to get a coffee in the morning together sure if you want to work out together sure but like the initial first two dates three dates if you're not going out at night give it up man move on to the next jeez this is the new hot trend thank god you're not single right now bundus brand new month means lots of stuff to look forward to oh if i got some stuff for you things to look forward to in the month of march tell me all right i know you'll look forward to this how about a little daylight savings time oh, coming your way? I totally did not even realize that was coming my way. March 13th. We're close. March 13th? Yeah. This, this is the one where we lose an hour of sleep, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, Spring it's, forward. but then it's like lighter later in the day, you know? Huh? That's all right. That's all right. Unless you got a young kid and, you know, the darkness oh. has been convincing them to go okay. to bed early. Right, right. <laughs> this is your friend. I was born in the dark. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh. Something else. Well, hey, speaking of you doing your... Speaking uh, of Bane. Speaking of Bane. Darkness. How about this? The Batman. Yeah. hits theaters this Friday. Oh, my God. It looks so good. Who's excited about this movie, huh? I, I can't wait. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Did I hear you call my name? Mahara, oh, looking fantastic as always. Thanks. Bunda, stop sucking up to me. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, Batman. I just love you so much. Oh, this movie looks terrible. Who would look forward to the Batman? <laughs> you don't like the idea of Robert Pattinson playing you? Robert Pattinson. <laughs> Hack. <laughs> Let me tell you, you know, you know what everyone calls Robert Pattinson, right? What? What do they call him? What's his nickname? You don't know? R. Pats. R. Pats. R. Pats. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Can we all agree that we all start calling him all R. Craps in his pants <laughs> instead, huh? How do you like that? Oh, it doesn't really roll off the tongue, Batman. <laughs> but we can try. Hey, Mara, how are those Pilates classes coming? <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, I, oh, yeah, I, I, I can see. Honestly, oh, like, yeah. I feel like my stomach is starting to look a bit more like yours. Why don't you spend a little uh, time showing me how flexible you are, Mora, if you don't mind coming by the Batcave, you know. See you later. 
Hey, Bunnis, you still got that weird altar uh, for me at your place there? Yeah, I pray to it every night before I go. Oh, creepy AF, my friend. Creepy AF. Is it weird that he has, like, the little figurine that's you on his shelf? Uh, yeah, well, pretty weird. <laughs> but if you'd like to see my little figurine, Laura, I'll happily uh, bring it over to your place. Just let me know. Okay. All right? All right, Batman. You know what? I'll tell you something, though, for real. The thing I'm looking forward to mm-hmm. for this movie is uh, that scene where Jacob shows up as the werewolf and he <laughs> smashes Edward's skinny torso with his giant packs. <laughs> Boom! Ah! Okay. We Take get that. To- R. Craps in his pants. <laughs> ah, come on. We can't get on board with that. <laughs> R. Craps in his pants? Sure. <laughs> All right. You're not looking forward to it, eh? Wow. Nobody does Batman better than me. Right. All right. Okay. Thanks, Batman. Hey, Mora. Yes. (laughs) Honey, you give me your number. (laughs) Any chance? (laughs) Well, I'm married, you know. That loser Matt's still in the picture. (laughs) I can take care of him. All right. All right. See ya. Bye. (laughs) Movie's going to suck. See ya. Oh, what else so do you look forward to? St. <laughs> Patty's Day? St. Patty's Day, Maura. You got that right. You got a new season of Bridgerton coming Ooh. your way March 25th. Ooh. I bet you didn't know that. I didn't know that. Uh, Mass Singer coming back. <laughs> How do you throw that one in there? A little light on content. Uh, Mass Singer Academy in there. Awards, huh? Academy Awards. National yeah, yeah. Caesar Day coming up next Monday. Hell, Monday? That sucks. Yeah, wow. You know, it's like it's like it's what you drink after you've been drinking all weekend. Have right. a Caesar brings you back. Mm. Uh, just some of the stuff you can look forward to in the month of March. What do you think? Kim Kardashian's in front of you. She goes in. Is she holding the door open for you, or is she just going to let it slam in front of your face? <sighs> I was just looking at a poll of which celebrities you think would hold the door for you, and which you think would just let it go. Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. I think, think she's letting it go. You think she's letting it go? Oh, yeah. 73% of people think Kim Kardashian's going to let it slam right in your face. <laughs> Chop your head off at the same time? <laughs> it's just, it's an aggressive slam. Oh, okay. Okay. Pete Davidson, speaking of Kim Kardashian, mm. what do you think? Uh- I think he's going to leave the door open. Is he going to hold it open? He's going to hold, hold the door? Yeah. He's going to let it slam he's in your sweet. face? He's a sweetie like that. I, I think he'd hold it, yeah. Most people believe Pete Davidson would hold the door yeah. open. Right, right on through here. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, I mean, it almost seems like a popularity contest in this a little bit. Mark Zuckerberg. No, okay, no, 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 no. Mark Zuckerberg. This guy started Facebook. He's let a lot of things slide. He knows people are like fighting with each other like crazy because of posts on Facebook and he's doing nothing to change it. Instagram, hey, might make you feel terrible about yourself. I especially saw. Especially young women. I he doesn't s- care. Doesn't I, seem. I saw the kind of guy he was in the social network, okay? Yeah, yeah. The Winker old Winklevoss twins. Yeah. Got burned. They got a door slammed in their face. The so, Facebook door. Guess what? 90% of people believe. Right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Guy Fieri. Oh, interesting. Oh. You got those frosted tips. Yeah. You got the little uh, visor <laughs> hat. He seems pretty approachable and friendly. I'm going to say he's holding that door for you. 
Yes, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He's holding the door. Okay. At least people believe he'd hold the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this one will be a tougher one to figure out. Justin Bieber. Mm, I don't know. Old Justin Bieber? No. Maybe modern Justin Bieber? Yes. This guy's going to church on Sundays. He, you know, he's holding the door. 100%. 80% of people believe this is what's going to happen. He's Canadian. He's holding the door. 80% of people think that door right in the face. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised. Yeah, you know, he's one of those guys I think some people like to not like, you know. Mm. Okay. Uh, who we met? Rihanna. Interesting. Well, she's very successful in music and business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is a tougher one. Riri, what's she going to do? 61% of people believe... That sweet face. She's holding the door. I'm going to say opposite. I'm saying in the face. <laughs> no, she's holding the door. <laughs> she's holding the door. <laughs> that is so stupid. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, you got another yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. President Trump's wife, Melania. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. President Trump's wife, Melania. She's closing the door on your face for sure. Right in the face. Eighty-eight <laughs> <laughs> percent of people believe that door slamming in your face. That's pretty funny. Who is a celebrity that you think would just let the door slam in your face if you were walking into a cool restaurant just behind them? One eight hundred ninety-five three twenty-four sixty-four. If you want to be a part of the conversation, I got one for you. Okay, this is like Canadian. Um, Mike Holmes. I feel like Mike Holmes. <laughs> Mike Holmes doesn't pay attention Wait, to what's behind Are you behind kidding him. me? I don't know. That's just. Uh, I, I feel like <laughs> Mike Holmes is in front of me. He doesn't even see me behind him. No. <laughs> oh, there's the door. You're wrong, right man. Right in the face. You're wrong. He's like not only holding the door for you. He's inspecting the hinge, and he's got WD forty in his pocket. <laughs> I've met Mike Holmes a few yeah. times. Super nice guy. Yeah. Mike Holmes. I can't believe oh, it. Never about? met him. Never met him. He just seems like okay. I'll tell you why. I don't think he's like a jerk. But I feel like he's just all business and he's looking forward and not behind. Uh, and he's Tucker the ween behind him. Uh. Right in the face. <laughs> I don't think slam. So. He just seems like the sweetest guy ever. We're getting a lot of texts right now from Mariah Carey. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's just- <laughs> no, one, no one could argue that one, right? And yeah. I guess if you went the same down the same road, you could easily say that uh, Christina Aguilera. Yeah. Right in the face. Shane says Paris Hilton. Maybe right in the face. <laughs> right in the yeah. face. Come on. Yeah. Peter's got a good one. Yeah. Donald Trump. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't hold doors open for anybody. Joseph. Not even his wife, I doubt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Joseph and actually a couple other people are saying Kanye for sure. Yep. Yeah. Who could argue that one? Okay, this one's surprising. Marcy has firsthand experience with this one, oh. a Canadian star. Okay. Can she I guess? Said, sure. Yeah, uh, I guess. Sports or No, actor. Jim Carrey. No. Mike Myers? No. <laughs> Brent Butt? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, Marcy says it's Dan Aykroyd. Oh. Yeah. I, I'll tell you, I've met him a number of times. Have you? Yeah. 
Yeah, because um, when I lived in Kingston, Ontario, that's where he, like, he has a place on a lake just north of there. So he spends a lot of time in the summer around the city. Uh-huh. Doors slamming in everyone's nah, face. Like he's, <laughs> he's a pretty nice guy. I think if he did it, it's because he would be worried that if he did it for you, he'd be trapped in like a 25-minute conversation because everyone wants to talk to him. Yeah. And then if you engage with him, he kind of talks, but he, he's doing it, I think, not because he wants to, just because he feels he like wants, he has to. wants to keep his head down. Know. That's a tough one. If she, if she has personal experience, who am I to argue that? Right, right, right. right. <laughs> right Door going in the face. Yeah. Peter's got one. Yep. Christian Bale. Yeah, if he's worked up. Oh, good for you. <laughs> if he's worked up, that door is going to hit you in the face. <laughs> right in there. Smash your face. You walk into an empty bathroom at work, maybe in a mall, restaurant. There are three stalls. Which stall do you use if you want to use the stall that's least used. Mm-hmm. You know, you just figure your best chance. I mean, there's no guarantees, right? One person can ruin it for everybody for the whole night. But <laughs> let's just say it was just uh, you were worried about the amount of traffic, uh-huh. right? How many bums have been on that seat sure. in a given day? Mm-hmm. There is a go-to spot for a lot of people. So if you want to use the least used spot, where are you going? I feel like it's got to be the first one. The way I determine is when I walk into the washroom, it is more effort for me to make a sharp left or right hand turn to get to the first stall than it is to gradually, slowly get Saunter. to the, yeah, to, mm. the, to the furthest one. So I would assume... Like a train trying to stop. But yeah. sometimes it takes him a little bit of work to slow <laughs> yeah. down. He's like, I'm walking too quick. Oh, I'm not going to make that turn right now. Gradually. <laughs> yeah, gradually, I just kind of curve into the last one, right? Uh, it's uh, nice that you go wide like, yeah. a, like a tractor trailer yeah. doing a turn in a city street. Mm-hmm. you got to take up two lanes. So, <laughs> assuming that most people are as lazy as I am, I would got. I got to think the first one is the least used. The first one is the least used. Okay. I'm going middle on this one because I think most people want that wall next to them for privacy, whereas the middle stalls, usually you got your feet exposed on both sides. So I usually go into the middle one because I think that's the path least taken. Okay. <laughs> Thousands of people were asked this question, like, mm-hmm. which stall do you use? And so by using this data, we can say, you know, which one's the least used stall. Okay. So what do you think the most used stall is? Is the far, the deep one, yeah, the like deep Bunda one. says. Yeah. Well, the most used stall would be the one that is furthest from the door to come in. Oh, okay. So we're yeah. right. Yes. The most used stall is the one that's the longest walk from the door. Ding, ding, ding. Give me a yeah. round of applause for you that one. That I just one. nailed that. Oh, good for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Christian Bale. What do you think now? It's a little tricky because, like, in 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 the men's washroom with urinals, for example, there's like an unwritten rule where you you don't go to the middle stall. You're all, you always want to leave a space between. Sure, right? If there's three and one person in there, you don't go to the. Or if you're alone in there, you never go to the middle one because if someone comes in after you, yeah. they, they gotta, gotta go, go beside you. you. Yeah, yeah. So that's for I sure. Never thought of that. that is for sure a rule. And if also if you go in and there's three and somebody's on the far right, you. Don't take the middle one. You go, go far, far left. left. Yeah. And if you're last, and there's two already, then you take the last one. But so you know. So because of that, it could potentially be the middle. But I'm still gonna stick to my lazy 
too much effort to go hard left or right on the first one. I'm sticking yeah. with number one. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. You guys are going to hate me. It's actually a tie. It's a tie? It's a tie, pretty much. Yeah. Really? Yeah. There's a bunch of people said, I don't know. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And then you have the people that are like, oh, 100%, I go to the furthest one because they think that's going to be the least used one. But no, because everyone's thinking the same thing. Yeah. It ends up being the most used one. Uh-huh. Uh, middle and closest to the door. It's pretty much a tie at 15% each. We've been spoiled lately because we're working on a floor where essentially I feel like I have an entire four stall bathroom to myself. Like there's nobody else on this floor. You got four in there? There's four stalls. Yeah. So now every time I go in there, I essentially use a freshly cleaned toilet. How many stalls do you have? Two. Just two. And two urinals? One of them is accessible. Which is the one I take right now because there's no one in the on the floor. Right. You'd be surprised how many people come up to use the eighth floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's, they think it's the quiet one, yeah, right? Yeah, just it's like privacy. All, yeah. All the people go to the far stall. People come up to the eighth floor once we're done. Right? <laughs> oh man! Don't tell me that. I don't want to know. It's Tucker and Mora in the morning. Energy ninety five three. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.